Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And welcome to the clinic on WISN and WIBA Madison, the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm ready to go. I'm fantastic. And you? I'm awesome. But I'll get better. <laughs> but you will get better. By the end of the show, you'll be great, right? Yeah, you bet. Well, it's going to be a good show because you have, and we mentioned this last week, we have a guest today to talk about Medicare. Joining us is Mark Maynard in studio, Senior Benefit Solutions. They're in Muskego. Uh, welcome to the program. Mark, good morning. Uh, Spencer, get his mic on so we can. There we go. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Thank you. There we go. Now everything's good. Uh, good to have you on the program, Mark. Uh, I mentioned Medicare, Jeff. That means, I mean, you guys are going to dive in and talk about it. We will open up phone lines and any questions that you have uh, for Jeff and for Mark Maynard, our guests on Medicare, are welcome. In fact, right now we'll open up lines, and that would include retirement questions, Jeff. Absolutely. Obviously, Medicare is a part of your retirement yep. plan. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open, 414-799-1130. Spencer, our producer, will start lining up phone calls. Again, Medicare, our topic with Mark Maynard, our guest in studio. Great time to get any questions answered here on the Retirement Clinic. Mark, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your background and what you do at uh, Senior Benefit Solutions. Well, I have been... In, the, in all aspects of health insurance for 29 years now. Through that whole period, I've been helping people transition into Medicare, Medicare plans, et cetera. Um, for the majority of those years before I formed Senior Benefit Solutions, I worked for a large agent, uh, benefits agency in Brookfield, did a lot with obviously individuals, Medicare people, but also employer-type plans. Because of what the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, uh, did to that business, you know, you kind of get tired of the old adage of uh, pay more to get less and always giving out the bad news. So it's a lot more enjoyable dealing with people in retirement, nearing retirement. And so I formed my own company just specializing completely in Medicare. Oh, that's your company then, Mark. Yeah. And how long has have Senior Benefit Solutions been around? Um, I formed it two years ago, but again, you know, I've been in dealing with this topic for my whole career, twenty nine years. But much like you, Jeff, with your niche being retirement plan, absolutely, that's your focus. That's yeah. what you do. Um, so, what a great time to talk about Medicare. You said you mentioned the word transition, and that's exactly what it is. If I'm moving off of my Let's take me, for example. I leave iHeart, I retire. I'm going to need Medicare, right, when I'm 65. That is a transition. Absolutely. It's, it's in some ways vastly different from what you're accustomed to. Doesn't Mark have a great radio voice? <laughs> you know, I thought that when he first started talking. I was like, this guy should be on the radio. But I thought, he is on the radio. <laughs> so that means you're going to be back. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to have you back. He does have a good Awesome. One. we well, got the face for radio. He's got the voice for radio. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you start with just telling us a little bit about what Medicare is, uh, where you get started with that. Um, you know, you, you, you do seminars on a regular basis. How do you open up the seminar? Well, how do, what do you start with? Well... I cover everything Medicare A to Z and obviously the plans that 
supplement, uh, in in essence, re- perhaps replace Medicare for for Advantage type programs, et cetera. But I it, it's predominantly educational seminars. I do get into some specific plan benefits, some spe- specific plan costs, um, just to give people that attend. You know, here we've been talking about what Medicare is and what these optional insurance programs are and what they aren't and what they cover and obviously don't cover. And some some have great additional benefits uh, included in them. But, okay, how does this affect me? So what does it cost? You know, and that's an yep. important thing for them to uh, first hand so see. So where do you see people needing the most help? Is it? Before they retire, is it at the time they retire, picking out different options? Um, it, it, Medicare, uh, what does, what, let's start with where, what Medicare covers and what it doesn't cover. Okay, well, original Medicare is Part A and Part B. That's been around since 1966. Part A is inpatient, I stress, inpatient hospitalization. It is also skilled nursing care, and like a nursing home, whatever, but that is only uh, immediately following an inpatient hospitalization stay, and it's for rehab purposes. Somebody has a hip replaced, they can't, you know, Medicare wants them out of the hospital as soon as possible, yet they know they can't go back home. They need work. They need to work with a physical therapy team, et cetera, and they'll call around to a local nursing home, get them in there for a week, week and a half. Um, it Medicare in no way, shape, or form is nursing home coverage. Mom or dad can't live on their own anymore. They need help getting dressed, bathing, eating, taking their meds, whatever. That's a different animal that is not covered by Medicare. That's an important distinction because a lot of people will think, well, I don't have to worry about uh, addressing long-term care, nursing home, home health care, assisted living. Medicare pays for that. No. Okay. <laughs> you want to be more definitive about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. There's other types of insurance that will cover that, and both you and I, Jeff, are familiar sure. with those types of programs. Part B of Medicare is everything else except for prescriptions. Everything else meaning like outpatient hospital, anything outpatient hospital, um, doctor's visits, lab work, tests, x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs, emergency room, all those, all those types of things. So what about care outside the U.S.? Some of our listeners, and I, I was just in South Africa. Travel. So, yeah, travel. A lot of, a lot of uh, people, you accumulate some wealth and like to spend some of that wealth on travel. Um, how's, how's Medicare affect that? Uh, minim- minimally, if at all, for original Medicare. Okay. Original Medicare, you have to be, it's very few miles within the border. So obviously you're up in Canada or in Mexico and the nearest provider in that country is actually closer than the nearest provider in the States. So that's one of many reasons why you want additional coverage. Okay. So do you have to measure the distance between? Uh, do I? <laughs> it's, I'd have to look it up. It's been a while. It's, it's, it's like five miles or something. Is that ridiculous. right? Yeah, it's very minimal. Don't get sick in Australia. Is that what we're I saying? Guess so. Correct. So what do, what do you Correct. do? How do you address that then? Well, a lot of these plans will address it. Uh, a medic- supplemental plans. Well, there's there's two paths 
someone is going to go down. They're either going to get a supplement, Medicare, what's called a Medicare supplement, which as the name implies, supplements, Medicare, original Medicare, A and B, um, those types, and in conjunction with a Part D drug plan, or they get what's called a Medicare Advantage plan, which, or Part C, it's, it's Medicare. Everything's confusing under Medicare. But Medi- I was going to ask you that. With all these parts, I mean, that's why you're on the show, for one. But there is confusion, I think, just in general with Medicare and what all these Part A, B, C, D mean, right? Right, right. And all, all Part C or better known as Medicare Advantage plans are is the government saying – to private insurance companies, hey, you can do a better job, this is all you do, of offering medical benefits, health benefits, than we can. Wait, you got you have to repeat that. <laughs> the government's saying what? <laughs> and it's true. They love it. It's a win-win-win. The government loves it because their costs are capped. It's a, it's a prorated fee for everybody enrolled in one of their plans. But they actually say an, that the insurance companies can do a private sector can do a better job than the government can? That's... Well, you are correct because they have the networks and Medicare doesn't. Um, But these supplements or advantage plans, to get back to your question about uh, foreign travel, will accommodate both of those. Um, With no... With no restrictions. No restrictions. So if I'm in Italy, if I'm in Australia, you know, that's the biggest fear. And most a lot of people that travel are, I don't want to say elderly, but in retirement years because that's what you do. You retire, you save up. And you go take a European vacation. The biggest fear I have, Jeff, when I do travel abroad and like I'm on the Belling Cruise. Yeah, you're hardly elderly. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. It can happen to anybody. You could be in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. You get some something happens. Emergency surgery is needed. Whatever. You break a foot, you step off a curb. Anything could happen. You're in a foreign country. You're saying with Medicare, you are you're covered? Not no. with original Medicare, with right. with what you get to supplement or, in essence, replace it through an advantage like, plan. Like C, like right. you talked about. Like a, yeah, Part C. Okay, so there you is a distinction. You will definitely have coverage for foreign emergency care under both types of programs. Um, some of the advantage plans take it a step further and will cover urgent care. And, and there's a big distinction in insurance world. I won't mention the carrier name, but it's a fairly large carrier that there was a big article about a year ago. I should have printed it off. It was on a CBS news feed where they were retroactively uh, denying emergency room visits, even in inside the country, much less outside the country, saying, well, this really wasn't an emergency. Oh, well, I thought it was. You know, <laughs> How do you define emergency, right? So, you know, you got to take that into account. Apparently you know? not being in the emergency room is an emergency. Right. <laughs> right. right. Well, uh, Jeff, when it comes time to travel like that, I, I don't think I'm alone in, in that thought that, you, boy, you hate to, you know, cold is one thing, but something serious happens. You want to make sure you've got insurance coverage. Absolutely. And that's why Mark is here. And you, again, you can get it through the Advantage program. That's one of the... Not exactly a supplement, but kind of. Um, and then the supplements as well. What are you paying for this type of coverage? Not, start with the Medicare and uh, the different costs of the Medicare and then go on to the, to the supplements. Well, one of the things people may not realize with, with Medicare itself is you, you need Medicare, original Medicare, parts A and B, in order to get a supplement or to get a part C or an Advantage plan. 
Part A of Medicare is free, but that's only because you've been it's been you've been paying for it all your working lives out yeah. of your paycheck. Okay. Um, part B of Medicare does have a cost, and if you're going to be receiving Social Security, that's deducted from there. Um, otherwise, you will get a bill from the federal government every three months. Uh, but if you are getting Social Security, they just deduct it from that monthly yes. check. That's how it works. Yes. yes. And it is, it's it's a rolling two year look back. Okay, so if someone came on in 2019, for example, the uh, Medicare is going to check with the IRS to, to literally see what your modified adjusted gross income was in 2017. Next year, they're going to in 2020, they're going to look to the IRS to see what your modified adjusted gross was in 2018, and the it's a scaled income-related premium for Part B, but there's a cost. Typically, so if your income is up, you have to pay more in premiums. Correct, but again, over time, that will theoretically go down because you're no longer working and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. So if you had a couple of good years, or if you ended up with pretty high income, and that that's reflected in you in what the what they check with the IRS, that eventually that'll be muted because. If you're retired, you'll presumably be making less. Jeff, we got to sneak in a quick commercial break on the okay. retirement clinic, but we're going to come back and then take some phone calls and questions. We're talking Medicare. So any Medicare question, uh, Part D as in dog, we didn't... That's or as in drug. Drug. So that's why I remember that one. Prescriptions, right? Right. Drugs. It's the only thing in Medicare that makes any sense. <laughs> it, it does. Literally. And it's easy to remember. Um, but yeah, Medicare questions, I think... Would you agree with me, Jeff? There's confusion out there. Oh, yeah. That people, maybe not on Medicare, but ones that are nearing that age. Yep. Like, what is this all about? How much do I pay? Do I keep my other benefits if I stay working? So just in general, we will open up the lines for any Medicare question. And of course, with Jeff Kowal here, any retirement question is also welcome. And how those two are tied together in your retirement plan. We'll come back on WISM and WIBA. And if you've got a question, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, it's open right now. 799-1130. 414-799-1130. Our guest is Mark Maynard, and he's with Senior Benefits Solutions. His company is in Muskego, right, Mark? Correct. And, of course, Jeff Kowal is here. This is the Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. I've talked in the past about the need for business owners to plan for retirement, and retirement is often the absolute last thing owners want to think about. But it's often important to diversify into other areas instead of just the business. In the event that the economy or your industry turns and the business, which may be your entire retirement plan, is in jeopardy. Owners have huge demands on their time and attention between managing employees, bearing expenses, and their customers while making sure the business is growing and on the right footing for the future. Trying to worry about planning for when you step back from that business can be very overwhelming. For many business owners, the easiest way to save for retirement and ensure longevity of the organization is to just continue to plow money back into the business. As a result, many business owners focus only on that business success and not on their own individual retirement. The last thing they worry about is retirement. The good news is that as an owner, there are many options to help make sure you're prepared for the future. There are several options that owners have that can help them build some significant wealth. 
A SEP IRA can be a helpful tool, especially for smaller businesses. You are able to contribute a maximum of 25% of salary, or $56,000, whichever is higher, for 2019. However, you have until you file your taxes to make a contribution, so you can still set up and contribute $55,000 to a SEP IRA for 2018. A 401k either with or without a match can be a great way to allow you and your employees to save for retirement, and they are highly customizable. One more option to consider and can be a way to put away around a couple hundred thousand dollars a year would be a 401k with a defined benefit plan. These are really only good for companies of a certain size and demographics, but if it makes sense, it can make a massive impact on retirement for you in a very short period of time. It's crucial to work with someone who has been there, done that, and has a focus on retirement and on business and can analyze the options and help make sure you're able to maximize your situation. Today's Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal. It's for business owners, savings, and security. And welcome back as the retirement clinic continues. WIBA, WISN, we are joined by our guest in studio, Mark Maynard. Uh, his company, Senior Benefit Solutions, is in Muskego. We're talking all things Medicare, and we're going to dive right back into the topic. I do want to mention real quickly, Jeff, market updates on both those stations I mentioned, Madison and, of course, WISN. That's right, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block, and WISN right in the middle of the Mark Belling late afternoon show. We tried to give and in at uh, uh, 4.55 and uh, – um, uh, Vicki McKenna's show at uh, WIBA in Madison. Try to give you one minute what's going on in the market that day. What's driving your retirement investment plans up or down that particular day? Is it corporate earnings, which is just starting right now? Uh, is it a government report? Uh, is it China trade war? What is, what's driving the market up or down that particular day? Uh, Try to see how it applies to your retirement investment accounts. Then at the end, we give you the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ. Every day, Monday through Friday, 3 and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN in Milwaukee and 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. Newest uh, location is in Racine for the Kowal Investment Group. In addition, the world headquarters, Waukesha, Port Washington, Wisconsin, Madison, so we're in you know Middleton, technically, I right, guess. Right. And, of course, Phoenix, Arizona. More information on the web at thekowalway.com. Just got a great website. Also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. But check out his website, thekowalway.com. You know, one of the things, as we talk Medicare, there is confusion out there. There's no doubt about it. I hear people in my circle, my family and friends and coworkers talk about Medicare. As they approach that age, Jeff, uh, one of the things you mentioned, Mark, off here was they're afraid to go to the mailbox because <laughs> of the gobs of mail. And it just further confuses people, I think. And they're not alone, first off. And if they've got questions, now is the time to call in at 799-1130 on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line because we can talk about your Medicare concerns. That's right. Also, did you have any more further comment about the mail that people are getting? <laughs> <laughs> well, they just – the people that come to my meetings and – Hopefully, some of your listeners are, that are in this situation, it's, it's just overwhelming. It's such a complicated – Medicare in and of itself is extremely complex. Then when you get in the whole myriad of what should I do, what are these plans, what, you know, what's best for me, you know, it is overwhelming to say the least. Let's talk a little bit about you know one thing that can be overwhelming. A lot of times, our, a lot of our listeners are working past age sixty-five. How do you address Medicare for that, or how does Medicare work for people who are working beyond age sixty-five? Well, 
It depends on the size of the employer that they're working at. The government defines a large employer, which isn't very large, as having 20 or more employees. Most employers are that, okay? So a lot of them elect to stay on their group plan through their employer. Um, But at some point, when they do decide to pull the plug and retire, then at that point, they typically get Part B of Medicare. Because remember, Part B has a cost to it. And while you're working for a large employer, the employer's plan is primary to Medicare. So you're so, saying they're required, the employer's required to keep you on if they have 20 or more employees. If you have health insurance through the employer. Well, if you work enough hours to right. qualify to be on the health insurance, sure. They can't come up to me and say you're 65. We understand you're, you're full-time, you're still here. They can't kick you off that plan, you're saying. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. But we could switch over to Medicare if we wanted to. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, in today's health insurance world, obviously, um, premiums, even through employer plans, get higher and higher. Sometimes benefits every year get reduced, et cetera. Um, There is, in some cases, significant cost to be on that employer plan. The one thing that has to be factored into that, though, is that Sure, potentially could get someone a cheaper program if they came off the employer plan, went into Medicare, understanding their Part B costs, understanding their costs for a supplement or an Advantage plan and a Part D plan. Um, but you have to take into account that what they're paying for their for their health insurance through their employer is ninety nine percent of the time coming out pre tax. So. You know, it's not hitting them. If they're having $500 a month taken out of their paycheck, it's not hitting them as 500 You know, it'd be, I don't know, 70% of that or whatnot. Whereas with Medicare, obviously, everything's coming out after tax because you're paying for it. And what about, a spouse that's, uh, what about a spouse that's under 65 to somebody who's either still working or on Medicare? Well, there's... There's options. Obviously, the, the the simplest might not be the cheapest or necessarily the best is COBRA. And that okay. can, depending on the on when the employee uh, becomes Medicare eligible, if it's after uh, the qualifying event for COBRA, which would be reduction in hours or uh, uh, leaving employment, um, if it's after, she would just get she or he would just get eighteen months. If it's before, so spouse does get eighteen months of coverage from the employer, and up to thirty six if the person becomes eligible into Medicare before they reduce their hours or quit altogether, retire altogether. I've never heard the thirty six months. Tell me about that. <laughs> Well, is it complicated? Is it too complicated to get on here? Is no, well, there, there's kind of a little, um, you know, calendar math involved, so to speak. But it's, it's basically, I think, originally designed for situations where spouses aren't always uh, the same age as, as the employee. And therefore, there could be a gap until that person's Medicare starts. So, anyways, in that situation, if somebody um, does want to retire early and their spouse is younger, um, again, there's the COBRA aspect that needs to be looked at, what the costs and benefits are of that. There's 
uh, short-term health insurance policies. Those can be taken for up to year blocks of time. Um, Where do you get those from? Well, that's not Obamacare. That is not Obamacare. Let's talk about I have, that. <laughs> I have the resources and associates that uh, I, I used to do a lot with that, but now I, I just refer that out to uh, associates of mine. But um, they're great plans. They're comparatively speaking cheap. Yeah. Okay. But you know, you, there's some qualifiers to it because they don't because they technically don't meet the Obamacare rules. There's health underwriting on there, okay? Based on your how oh, you okay. answer the health questions, the insurance company can deny you. Plus, once you're issued that policy, they do not cover anything that's pre-existing, okay? But it's designed for situations like this. Short-term thing, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if someone doesn't qualify for that, again, we got the, the COBRA backup, but there's also individual policies, Individual policy, individual health plans that uh, the person can purchase directly through the insurance company via an agent or directly online, or they can go through healthcare.gov. The only reason to do that is, which is the quote-unquote Obamacare website, the only reason to do that is if they would qualify for a subsidy. Um, uh, Some fairly large employers also will have retiree plans. That being said, a lot of times the employee that retires in order to continue having their spouse covered under that retiree plan has to stay on that retiree coverage. There are exceptions to that, but that's generally how that works. Healthcare.gov, that was, that's up and running now? <laughs> I think after how many years has it been now? Yeah, yeah after oh, five years, we finally it, got the website up. It, it's still quirky and, not, you know, it's... An, it's a disaster. Let's get to some it's questions. Uh, we, you know, we're talking all things Medicare, and joining us, our guest in studio on the Retirement Clinic, Mark Maynard, uh, his company, Senior Benefit Solutions in Muskego. We'll give out uh, that phone number through uh, maybe at the end of all of this, Jeff, so they can contact okay. Mark off the air. Sure. And also, you work with Mark, and your clients of Medicare planning absolutely is a part of our retirement plan. So those questions are welcome. We're going to go to the phones now here on the Retirement Clinic, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Number. It's 414-799-1130. Let's go to Grafton. Ricky, good morning. Hi, Ricky. Oh, hello. Good morning. Hi. I'm almost 67, and I'm still working full-time, but I never signed up for Medicare when I turned 65. Is there anything I need to do? Um, no, when you do retire, well, when you have your retirement date set in mind, then you would want to go to the, uh, I wouldn't do it online, but you'd go to your local social security office. I'm not sure where the nearest one is up in Ozaki County, but you'd want to apply for, so you do, you don't even have part A yet, correct? Okay. So you would want to. Um, go to Social Security office and inform them, hey, I'm going to be retiring on such and such date. Um, my employer health plan will end as of the end of that month. Um, I would like to enroll in Part A and B, okay, and then hopefully speak to someone that you know you can trust and seems knowledgeable, like myself, um, to, to set you up after that. With, with what works best for you, supplement-wise, Part D-wise. Do you have a retirement date in mind? No. 
No. Good. Okay. So there's no pressure on her to do it anytime. If she works another five years, that would be okay. Exactly. Ricky, what you will need, though, and I can get you these forms or the Social Security office can, um, there's going to be a form that part of which your employer is going to um, complete saying you've been covered under their health plan from X date to your retirement date. And then that's like a qualifying event then with Medicare to get you set up for A and B as of the termination of that coverage. Okay, and then there's no limit or certain dates during that year that I would retire that I have to sign up. Well, you can sign up for Medicare literally eight months following uh, when your employer coverage ends, but I wouldn't recommend doing that because literally you're going to have no coverage. What you want to do is once you set a retirement date – about three months before start the process of going to Social Security or contacting me, and I can get you the forms um, that, again, you complete and partially your employer does. Then you would turn those into Social Security, get your A and B set up. And, Ricky, we'll give out the phone number before the um, end of the hour. You can reach Mark Maynard at Senior Benefit Solutions in Muskego. Thank you for the question. Let's move over to Franklin. And next up on the Retirement Clinic, Wayne. Good morning, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How can we help? I'm on, my wife and I are on Medicare Part A and B. We have supplemental insurance. Now, I was exploring changing to these, uh, like a MediShare plan. I went to a meeting. They have PPO, HMO, and also they have like a MAS plan where it's a $5,100 deductible, but Medicare deposits $1,500 towards your uh, coverage, and I was just wondering how that works. I'm, to be honest, I don't do a lot with those MediShare type uh, plans. I have heard of them. It's kind of you know you, you know you're getting what you pay for. You got to be cognizant that, you know you're you're potentially on the hook for a lot of out of pocket expense with those um, okay. until that account builds up. Okay, because I know a lot of the plans. If you look at like the maximum deductibles is four to four to five thousand dollars, is that pretty much the same across the board with all the different plans? What what you'll find with advantage Medicare Advantage plans is they're all you know, you throw out some terms, PPOs, HMOs, all that means is that all these plans are network based, unlike original Medicare. Um, but when you're looking at an advantage plan, there's an out-of-pocket limit, a worst-case scenario to your medical cost in a year for your medical, not your prescription. That's a different uh, animal altogether, part of the Part D portion of that Advantage plan. But that out-of-pocket limit, it can be, you know, four or $5,000 or slightly more or whatnot, depending on the program. But you kind of have to look at how that could be reached, and it's very difficult to reach that. On a typical Advantage plan with, say, a $4,500 annual pocket limit, only 3% of the people that have that type of plan would ever get close to that. You'd have to have a lot of ongoing chronic conditions where you're, you know, because an Advantage plan is more of a pay-as-you-go type program versus a supplement. There's going to be co-pays and everything, as I'm sure it sounds like you're been researching some of these types of programs 
um, that accrue towards that out-of-pocket limit. Um, but when you have a MediShare where you just got a, a, a deductible and then they're kicking in some of the money in of a, a pot of money for you, um, there's a big gap until that pot builds up. Wayne, thank you so much for the phone call. We're getting a lot of questions right now on Medicare, and that's good. That's why we have Mark Maynard on the show with Senior Benefits Solutions in Muskego. Jeff Kowal, your host here on the Retirement Clinic. Um, Florida. We go down to Florida and talk to John. Must be listening on his iHeart app. Good morning, sir. Yes, thank you. Exactly. I am listening on the iHeart app. On Alexa. Hey, um, I'm, I'm going to be turning 65 shortly, and I have to pick a plan, obviously. And I would like to uh, look at Medicare Advantage. And I understand if you pick a Medicare Advantage plan, you could switch within one year uh, if you don't like it to the uh, Medigap policy. And I wanted to know if, if that's really true or not, because I've been hearing uh, different stories back and forth about that. That is Entirely correct. You get a uh, one-year kick the tires uh, uh, provision, so to speak, um, if it's the first time you're in an Advantage plan and for whatever reason you don't like it. Um, you can switch into a supplement with no underwriting. While, while we're on that, I would like to mention we're in a- the annual Medicare enrollment period. Um, that starts October 15th, goes to December 7th every year. During this time, a person can switch from an Advantage plan to another Advantage plan, even with a different company, a Part D plan to a different Part D plan. They can also, if they have an Advantage plan, switch back to Original Medicare. Now, why I'm bringing this up, John, is because you might not be able to get a supplement whenever you want, okay, a Medicare supplement. When your initial, it's based around when your Part B goes, Part B of Medicare goes into effect. You've got no underwriting for a period of time. You know, the three months before you apply, uh, before you turn, uh, your, before your Part B will go into effect, the month it does go into effect, and three months after. Taking that one year kick the tires advantage uh, period out of the equation, if you want to switch into a supplement 10 years down the road, you may be able to. You might not be able to. It depends on what your health status is because that policy will be underwritten. But it is entirely correct that your initial question, yes, you can within one year switch to a supplement um, with no underwriting. Uh, John, thank you for calling from the Sunshine State in Florida, listening on the iHeart app. A lot of good questions. and Really good, yep. And we still have some more people on hold. Please stay there. We do have to sneak in a break. We've got the sexy segment coming up. More callers to get to. We are joined by Mark Maynard, joining us in studio. We met because of um, a good friend of ours, Tony Armelli. So we we, we got to talk about this. Armelli's meeting. Our, That's Armelli's, the restaurant. Armelli's restaurant yeah. in uh, New Berlin. Yep. It's on National Avenue west of, uh, west of Moreland. Great food. Great food. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, have, uh, That's where on. I hold my meetings. <laughs> That's a great place for a meeting. You bet. Well, here's what we're going to do. Several people have asked. So you can reach Senior Benefit Solutions in Muskego at 262-895-9626. And, of course, you can always go through Jeff's office if you've got questions. TheCoalWay.com for the Coal Investment Group. Coming up next, the sexy segment. We're talking about wealth management and preservation as we continue the Retirement Clinic, WIBA and WISM Milwaukee. 
All right, it's that time, and Jeff, we're doing it later than normal, but we've been swamped with Medicare questions. Yeah, that's great. So Good. we're going to move a little bit faster than normal. This is our sexy segment. Okay, uh, this show is for everybody. This segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Uh, we're talking a little bit about Medicare, and Mark, what's sexy about Medicare? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Well, you know, it's a government program, really. What could go wrong? There's so there's just so many moving pieces that people have to be aware of, and there everybody's situation's different. Obviously, their medical needs, their prescriptions, the doctors they see, their financial status, whether they're a snowbird or not, whether they travel or not outside the country or within the country, all that has to be taken into account. the The most common uh, horror stories are someone gets in a plan where. It's a limited network, and their providers aren't in it, or and or they get into a plan that a Part D plan or a Part D plan that's built into their Medicare Advantage program that, quite frankly, doesn't cover their prescriptions. Um, one thing that people need to be aware of, uh, on a different note, for I guess a horror story is that the prevalence of HSA qualified plans now, especially in the in the workplace. Um, these plans have two things that people need definitely to be aware of. Number one, even if you're just enrolled in Part A, you cannot you can no longer contribute into an HSA account. HSA is a health savings account. Right. Number two, there are, especially obviously if somebody's working beyond the age 65, there are late enrollment penalties uh, for Part D drug plans, whether it's standalone or a part of an advantage plan. Most of the time, with very few exceptions, HSA-qualified health plans do not have creditable prescription drug coverage in Medicare's eyes. So somebody could be socked with a late enrollment penalty for Part D for not having qualified credible drug coverage for the whole period of time until the the point when they get onto a plan with Part D coverage or a Part D plan. So that's the type of thing that you can counsel the, the, oh, the people who are absolutely. facing that type of situation. Um, Mark Maynard, Senior Benefit Solutions. Uh, we give us phone number now. We, we'll wrap it up in a little bit. But uh, Yeah, you want to sneak in one quick call, Jeff? Or sure, do let's you, do that. Absolutely. It's got to be fast, but Tom, poor Tom in Hills Corner has been hanging on for a long time. Tom, we've only got about a minute and a half, so it's yours. Go. Questions all pertaining to age 64. Do you have to have medical coverage at age 64 to qualify for all parts of Medicare uh, at age 65? Second question is if you are if you have an IRA and you convert it to a Roth IRA at age 64, is that in income going to determine the premiums? For Medicare at age 60. Okay, we got to go quick. Let, so me, Jeff, answer, let me answer the second question. Uh, uh, yes, when you do uh, conversions now, the, the Roth conversion itself may not uh, trigger it, but if you convert 250000 of your IRA to a Roth IRA, definitely that could affect your Medicare premiums because they're looking at your uh, modified adjusted gross income. Uh, for that period of time, so if your if your income is is way up there, uh, including Roth conversions, it could could affect the premiums. And Tom, the the answer to your first question, no, you do not have to have any health coverage uh, before sixty five to be eligible for Medicare. You just have to have been 
working uh, a a citizen of the country or a legal resident for the five years prior to your effective date with Medicare and have paid taxes or your spouse paid taxes for 10 years or longer. We made Medicare sexy in that segment. Uh, You bet. (laughs) And we even got Tom's call in. Thank you so much. When we come back, Mark Maynard with Senior Benefit Solutions will give out his phone number as well as all of the information for the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist with Jeff Kowal and the Retirement Clinic. I'm Paul Cronforst. Back after this. Just a minute or two left on the retirement clinic, but we are swamped with questions on Medicare today. Mark Maynard, uh, Senior Benefit Solutions is your company. We'll give out your phone number, and you've got some events, Mark, you wanted to highlight. Yeah, again, people can call me, um, 262-895-9626, 262-895-9626. Um, I'm happy to meet wherever at your whatever's convenient for the person at their home at a a nearby restaurant coffee shop whatnot otherwise feel free to attend my meetings rsvp please first um all my meetings are at armelli's restaurants because many of you are still working um i hold them saturday mornings unfortunately it conflicts with this show but i generally hold them every other saturday morning my next meeting there is saturday again uh from 9 to 10 30 After that, Saturday, November 9th, Saturday, November 23rd, and Saturday, December 7th. Uh, So make reservations. The phone number is? 262-895-9626. That's great. Thanks a lot, Mark. You did a great job. Thank you, Mark. Great show. And Jeff, how do we reach you? If you're close to already in retirement, $750,000 or more, call or go online at thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L. You can press the Get Started button, get get an appointment with us. That'd be a great way to do it. Or 262-522-4040. That works in Waukesha, Middleton, and Phoenix, or anywhere. Thanks for tuning in to WISN and WIBA.